up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? Derek, I think I just decided that I want to be you for Halloween. I don't think you have the haircut for it. I'll figure it out. But I think I just decided that I want to be you for Halloween and I want to record um, the opening of this podcast, but be me, but do it as you. Sure. I think I want to do that. We do have a Halloween episode coming up, though. So, Oh, boy. We'll have to see how that works out. I'll have to get a Donald Duck t-shirt. Next, we've got Pete. Pete, good to see you. Hey, everybody. It's Pete, engineer by day, podcaster by night. Ooh, ba ba bum. You're a better podcaster than this guy was a werewolf. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we've got Steve. Steve, good to see Hello. you this evening. Hello, everyone. Oh, Steve, I like your your spirit jersey. My new spirit jersey, Oogie Boogie. Oh, so jealous. Very <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Very jelly. Well, if you guys have not already, please like, subscribe, share. We are on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. We are Plus Platoon. Please help us get the word out so that all your friends can also be listening or watching us every week. And know when we like stuff or when we didn't. Kate? Yeah? What have we got for news this week? Let's do it. The entirety of the Disney TV series Zorro, (coughs) excuse me, is now available for streaming on the service. The series features Guy Williams as the title character and was the first independent TV series produced by Disney as it was not connected to either Walt Disney Presents or uh, slash Disneyland or the Mickey Mouse Club. The series ran from 1957 till 1959. And I used to, back when the vault would come on late at night on Disney... I would watch Mickey Mouse Club and it would go into Zorro. Yes. And that, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was so, I didn't even realize that it was from the 50s. I have been waiting for this since Disney Plus came (laughs) out. This is one of the unheralded classics of Disney TV. And I have a strong feeling it may make an appearance on the show one of these days. I love it. There also used to be, they used to have the Davy Crockett show. Davy Crockett was actually part of Disneyland. Oh, okay. And that is all available. Yes. That's wonderful. I remember that I thought that that was just the greatest show. And then I learned that Davy Crockett was a real person, was at the Battle of Elmo, and like died. Really <laughs> and died, then I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> So anyway, continuing with the Disney Plus news. Uh, next up, the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series Armor Wars is reportedly moving to a movie format instead, meaning... One fewer series for the non-Marvel people to watch. 
bah, bah, bah. <laughs> um, and on a not so happy note, our beloved Mrs. Potts, the one and only Angela Lansbury has passed away mm-hmm. at the age of 96. She's had many roles on Broadway, TV, and movies for her Disney filmography. She was also the lead actress in Bedknobs and Broomsticks, playing a modern witch, which I, <laughs> witch, witch. Um, I used to wish that my bed had like the, the things on the side of it so that you could like, so I could. Bedknobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that. Back to you, Derek. Yeah. I saw that today and, you know. But then you again you realize that ninety six she's had what we could probably consider a nice full life. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Tonight we are diving into the Marvel universe again with the Marvel special presentation of Werewolf by Night. And Pete, I'm gonna start. Sorry, no, never mind. Steve, I'm actually gonna start with you on this one. Was this just way too scary to even do, or was it a frightfully good time? I must say, it was not what I was expecting. I was expecting more sort of a mystery horror thing, but actually it was frightfully good. I enjoyed it. I loved the sort of the jokes in there, the humor, and then um, I liked the look and the feel of it, the black and white. I, I watched it on the plane last night, and actually had the person sitting next to us asking us questions when we we're done. So he was intrigued by it. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm not exactly what I was expecting. Um, a little too much gore for me in some parts. I had to turn. I mean, I want to think a little bit over the top, but very enjoyable. What did you think, Derek? Yeah, no. If it's, if I'm going to watch a black and white movie, it better include Igor. So, um, <laughs> young Frankenstein reference for those of you who didn't get it. Um, no, this was, this was boring. This was boring. It, yes, it was boring. It, it wasn't, it was 55, it was 50 minutes long and it seemed a lot too long to me. It was just, now I'm going to get into how I feel about, you know, it doing in black and white and all that kind of stuff in the next question. But to me, there wasn't a lot of plot. I did love the introduction of Man Thing. That was Tim. Th- is a creature called Man Thing. Um, Wasn't it Ted? Ted. Sorry. Close enough. But it's still Man Thing. Um, Man Thing is actually a creature from the Marvel comics. And I did add a little discussion with Micah about this. So getting some of the information from him. Um, his swamp, he guards the nexus of all realities. In other words, his, his swamp is where all the realities is one spot where they all come together. So I could actually see him being used going forward, especially think, you know, if Loki would show up with him because between that and the guards that kind of look like TVA guards, it was, it was kind of a, I can see that tie in coming there. But he was my favorite monster, not the werewolf. I loved Ted and his interactions. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, Kate, what do you think? Well, <clears throat> I want to say this really quick so that I don't forget as a tag on to what you just said. With him being the guardian of the realms or, or realities or whatever, I would love 
for him to show up uh, in something playing cards with, oh, the guy from Doctor Strange. Is it Wong? Wong. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, Wong? Yes. I would love to have that friendship. It's kind of hard happen. with the claws. Still, well, he was playing, He's playing solitaire, yeah. didn't you see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> I went into this expecting to not like it. I loved this show. I loved everything about this show. It's the um, Elsa was giving me very, very Jessica Jones energy. Um, and just the, ev- everything. Hold on. I want to make sure that I don't hit anything that we. Okay. Um, it, oh my gosh. It was so good because it was, it had the per, in my opinion, it was very gory and I don't like gore. Game of Thrones kind of broke me of my gore phobia a while back, but it's there. in my opinion, it was the perfect amount. It wasn't, it hit right on the line of being, if they had gone any farther, it would have been too much. Um, but even everything from the crackling where it was like, you're watching an actual old movie, um, the color that comes in at the end, the, oh my gosh. It, the the characterizations, the the stunt choreography, holy crap! That was like on par with Daredevil, and in my opinion, Daredevil is the best stunt choreography there is in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, the 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 character like the buildup of the storyline, telling us who these characters are without flat out telling us who these characters are. Um, the 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 animation in um ted and how you just like it's this monster but then you instantly fall in love when he's like are you okay and he's like (laughs) like instantly fall in love with this monster watching um oh shoot what's the what's the what's the werewolf's name it's escaping jack jason Jack. Jack? jack 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 Um, what are those J names? Um, oh, I, I loved it. I loved it. I have more to say on it, but I'll wait until the next, the next part. So I loved it. Go ahead, Pete. So I think, I think we're leaving Derek in the, in the Marvel minority again, because I really enjoyed this a lot. Uh, I totally disagree with what you said to Derek. I thought this actually was exactly the right length. I'm very glad they didn't try to stretch it out to an hour and a half. I think they, they told a very concise story. It was really just to me, like an introduction to this character more than anything. It was almost like watching a first episode of something to me. Um, Please don't give Marvel that idea. No, no, I don't, I I don't, I don't need more of this, but I'm just saying, or at least like as a series, I don't need it. But um, because I think I think werewolves are kind of one note a little bit. So there's not a lot you can do with them, right? They just they turn into werewolves. <laughs> but anyways, um I I I enjoyed uh how they presented the show, the effects. I was I mean, I'm not a big gore person either, but like I didn't mind it and a lot of it was like like I think the worst of it was there was that fight in the hallway which I think when uh when kate's saying about choreography like 
they're slowly zooming in in this hallway and there's this fight going on and there's all this you don't really see anything but this, then there's all the this blood splatter, splatter. The and they left on the camera that was genius and it's, and it's running down the camera and it makes it look much worse than it is um and i don't know if you there was like one there was one thing that was running down the camera at the same speed as the door was closing oh i missed <laughs> that oh my yeah. gosh it was just uh i don't know i i you know, it, it, it was very, um, you know, there, there wasn't a lot to it. I will agree. There wasn't a lot to it. You know, it wasn't deep or anything like that, but I thought it was a fun little story, uh, a fun little, uh, you know, almost a throwaway thing. Um, and I think the, I think the trailer set up very well what we got. So I'm I would gonna, agree with I'm that. I'm going to leave it at that. So now. Our next question is, this was intentionally designed as an homage to the old Universal Hollywood monster shows. Did it work as an homage to the monster movies? And I'm going to take this one because I actually love those old monster movies. Some of the old monster movies, like the old Bela Lugosi, the original Bela Lugosi Dracula movie is phenomenal. Um, it would hold up today. Now, matter of fact, we would probably be watching it if it was on Disney Plus, just because it's that good. Um, to me, this I saw so many tributes to the old monster movies from Kate said the crackle to that what's known as the cigarette mark. In other words, the little circles before about every twenty minutes when they were with the real changes. There's the there's the circle, and then 30 seconds later, there's another circle, and it cuts out right away to a different, you know, it's a different, completely different camera shot because it would have been originally a different reel. Um, I loved the blood spatter on the um, on the camera and how it faded, and then you got the fresh stuff on, and it was darker. I loved that part. Um the director actually said they did as many practical effects as they could. You'll notice um, Man-Thing was actually a puppet. It was not CGI. Oh, wow. You, you've got the werewolf was entirely makeup. makeup yeah, I believe costume. that. I it was all that. that. Yeah. Uh, they built full sets so that the actors could actually interact with the entire scene rather than have to not only imagine where people might be, but you know, okay, oh, there's a stairs over there and you're running towards the stairs or here's man thing, but it's really a little tennis ball on a stick. So they, he wanted them to be able to interact with things as much as possible. Um, the only difference I really saw between the old monster movies and this one is in the old monster movies. You never actually saw people die. They were always being killed off camera. You would see their dead bodies. and You would see the monster going after them, but they always died off camera because they weren't allowed to show people dying. So that. that, that was an old film code time back when everything was rated G because you couldn't put anything more in any movies. Um. The, I love the fact that the red was the only color until the end, which, by the way, as someone from Kansas, please, dear God, no more Wizard of Oz references. <laughs> no, I hated the Wizard of Oz reference. Okay. That's like saying, oh, you're from Florida. No. Huh. Wrestle any gators lately? 
That's, that's the same kind of thing as talking to us about Wizard of Oz. It's Do you terrible. know how many times when I moved to Florida, people were like, you're not in Kansas anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. It gets really old really fast. Yep. Um, but no, I thought as a homage to the monster movies and wanting to go for that feel, it worked amazingly well. Kate? Well, you stole a hundred percent exactly what I was gonna say. The practical oh, that's effect. What I do. <laughs> The practical effects were chefs like so good. It wasn't. And isn't isn't it so funny how like before there was only practical effects and then CGI came in and everybody's like, we just want CGI. And now it's almost like we're hungry for practical effects. Kind of like when email became a thing and everybody just wanted to get emails. And then all of a sudden somebody sends a handwritten letter and you're like, I want more handwritten letters. It's like that. So when, when the, the werewolf came out and it was, Oh my God, like that's not CGI. That's that he is in the prosthetics. He is in the, and how he, the changeover scene was simply her watching his shadow change. So good. So good. So good. Um, this the again, the stunt work brilliant. Um, I will throw myself on under the bus. I haven't seen a lot of those um super older, much older horror films. I didn't watch horror films as a kid. Mm-hmm. The scariest we ever did was like the ghost in Mr. Chicken with Don Knotts. Like we did we just <laughs> didn't. We didn't watch horror films. Um, yeah. Even I think we watched Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds once, and it scared That's the a living show. It scared the <laughs> lights out of me. Um, so we just didn't watch scary movies, and we watched a lot of older movies. I mean, come on, I was watching Zorro when I was really, really little. Um, but we watched a lot of older movies from the fifties, sixties, and seventies. But w- horror was never a thing. So I admittedly have not seen. Dracula and and werewolf movies and zombie movies or mummy movies we just did never watch them. However, um, if if those movies are like what this was, I need to go back and watch them because I there was nothing about this I didn't enjoy. There was I in fact I looked at Casey once it ended and I said, "Oh man, the one show that I actually think I would enjoy a series of because when it ended I was like." Dang, like I want more. That left me wanting more. And I haven't had a Marvel TV show except maybe WandaVision. I haven't had another Marvel TV show hit me like that. Um, I will say, let me make sure this isn't gonna Yeah, okay, yeah. Um I didn't know how I felt when it shifted to color at the end. I wasn't sure. Like I, I kind of looked at Casey and I said, how do you feel about that? And he made the most brilliant comment that sold me on it. Cause I was like, uh, it kind of took me out of the reality. Like, it kind of took me out of that, that feeling. And he said, well, I feel like, you know, the, the, the society of the hunters that are hunting the monsters were so black and white. It was, you are either a monster or you are a good guy or there is dude it is black and white and i feel like how casey took this and how i inevitably took it was it showed that it's not always black and white that there is you can be a monster and 
fight for good and that it isn't so black and white. And that's partly why it shifted to color. And even though that may not be at all what they were intending, when Kay said that, I was like, oh, that's so deep and so good. And I'm going to tell that to Plus Plintune. And he was like, make sure you give me credit for it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I could talk. I could talk for a while about this. Go ahead, Pete. Did you? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Derek and uh, and and Kate talked off. I'll I'll make this one comment. I thought the first two thirds of the movie felt very much old Universal monster movies. I thought the last third, uh, not so much. But uh, <laughs> like one for the, the most. Once the werewolf showed showed up. Well, once, one. yeah, once, yeah. once, uh, once they, once man thing got away and they caught the werewolf and they, um, you know, they transformed him and everything like that. That was yeah. to me, um, cause again, a lot of those old horror movies are very much, they're not, if you watch them now, they're not scary at all, No, but they're very atmospheric. And mm-hmm. I thought that the, 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 show was very atmospheric through those first two thirds. And then uh, that last section became more of a action yeah. show. Um, and I did also, cause you were talking about the practical effects, even that shot where, where like they're showing her and you see the shadow of him changing. They did that practically too. They actually yeah. had people in different costumes and they were shining. Really? light. Yeah. That was not, that was not special effects. That was, which I is, would say special effects. It was not computer effects. Well, right. It was not. It was not done as a computer graphic shadow. It was actual a shadow projection that was that was occurring. But um, uh, though, I will say in the last third that that particular transform where you didn't see any of the transformation that was very old school. Yeah. Right. To not to not show any of the transformation. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, um, I don't know. I it, you, you de- it definitely worked if you're a fan of those old movies, definitely. And I'll kick it to Steve. Um, agree with everything that it said. I also liked just um, some of the over the top acting, especially the stepmom, whatever her name was. The oh, very, yeah. the very drama um, cracked me up. Um, that opening scene when they crank open the coffin just had me like laughing, and then how like the hand fell fell off. Um, and also just the sets, like it looks like those just old time like movie sets, yes. where you can tell. This okay. reminded me. Have any of you guys ever seen the Majestic? With yes, yes. the black and white movies that they shoot, they shoot a black and white movie within that movie, and the okay. sets reminded me a lot of that, and it reminded me a lot of that had that old, the extreme lighting and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I can definitely mm-hmm. agree on the set, Steve. So, so from the characters, I did want to comment on like during that whole final sequence. I mean, you saw him at the very end, but if, if you were paying attention, he was in the whole sequence, that Butler, he uh-huh. was like during the whole werewolf fight, he's like kind of hiding in different spots throughout the fight. And, and, and you, you can, every once in a while, you'll see him just like hiding in the back. And I just thought that was hilarious that they, they actually kept him in all the shots. <laughs> That was so, oh God, it was so good. The whole thing was so good. Yeah, you can clean this stuff up. <laughs> I I want to know. Okay, and I'll say it. Keep going. All right. Um, okay. I do want to, like, I didn't get the, since since you guys brought it up, I didn't okay. get the somewhere beyond the rainbow 
Like that's such an they overused cliche. They only because they went from black and white to color, like they did in Wizard of Oz. Oh. That's the only reason they used this somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I took. That's how I took it. Smack you in the face with the "Hey, we're doing this like Wizard of Oz." Oh, yeah. That it's, it's like right like right sort of the reverse, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a, well. No, well, that was right over my head. yeah, but I, I just like I thought they were trying to make some like some comparison to Dorothy's journey, and I'm because that's what whenever whenever anybody uses that in a modern movie, that's what they do is like they're somehow trying to compare it to that story. And I was like, this story was nothing like Wizard. No. <laughs> so, I just thought it as the black and white to color shift to me. Okay, it's ironic. You're, you're probably right. Things over the rainbow in black and white. Excuse right. me, sepia, sepia. Yeah, yeah. So, Pete, I'm going to go to you because you've been the most ardent supporter of I Love Marvel. Is this a this is true Marvel movie? This is true, and I and I, I almost felt bad coming in here talking about how much I like this, but I. Spoiler alert, I think I'm going to have a different attitude next week when we talk about something Marvel. But um, I think that uh, I I. <sighs> I think in the end, it felt very Marvel to me. I mean, the, the, again, it, it, that switch at the end when, from when, um, uh, he got, and actually I shouldn't even say that for when he like tries to start exploding the wall to get man thing out that whole sequence where he's throwing the thing and it's not sticking. That was so marvelly to me, like, like trying to make a joke out of something very seriously. And then, you know, the, even though the last fight was very bloody, it still felt, you know, all these people swinging sticks and everything like that. Uh, you know, I, so it's it still, it still had that Marvel feel to me again, enough different. And, and this is part of why I, why I really enjoy Marvel is that, they can get away with with so many things because they they changed tone so much and this thing was very different from anything else we've seen again i would argue um and i'm i'm very as i said i'm very glad they did it as like an hour long special as opposed agreed. to trying to trying to drop, draw it out to a series or something like that um agreed because I, I agree with what Kate said, it it kind of left me wanting more, but I'm not sure if I'd had five of these, I would have wanted, <laughs> I would have wanted them all. So, so, so it was perfect. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, definitely Marvel feel to me. What about you, Steve? Um, I, originally I was going to say no, but after hearing some of your comments, it makes me wonder. Maybe there's a little Marvel in there that I was just missing. I mean, because I've sitting there watching it, I don't think I would picked up on Marvel. If I'd walked in watching it, but now that you mentioned sort of things like the end fight scene, it makes me go, Oh, okay. But yeah, that's not super duper Marvel, but there's definitely, um, and, and I, and I'll also say like, I don't, I don't think there were other references to other Marvel shows in it, but I liked it. So it would be like, if this is a new sort of path going to take with Marvel, I'd be very intrigued because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, well, I mean, there's this is another another team is uh, Man Thing and Werewolf at Night, and I believe Moon Knight is part of that group Moon too. Knight, Moon Knight this, comes in and fights Werewolf by Night. Actually, Werewolf, okay. Moon, Knight was, Moon Knight was introduced yes. in Werewolf by Night. Is where he originally showed up. X-Men? Is any of this X Men? No. no. Okay, I couldn't remember. It, it, yeah. Okay. 
No. But Derek, what do you think? This was not Marvel. This was not Marvel to me at all. And and you still didn't like it? Well, <laughs> Marvel's not the only stuff I don't like. <laughs> um, for one thing, you could almost argue that the bad guys actually won, which hasn't really happened except for Xfinity War. Infinity War, not Xfinity. Infinity War. Because in Marvel, there's a definite good-bad split. In just about every Marvel movie, you know who the good guy is. You know who the bad guy is, except for Loki, but he's just weird. That's that was going to be my. Um, what about Loki? Yeah, except <laughs> yeah. for Loki. Loki's a bad um, guy. Yes, there was a broken family. Yes, but it wasn't all that critical to the story. Yes, it was a woman with father issues, but she seemed to be fairly have fairly solved those. Um, the visuals were not Marvel at all. We've talked about so many practical effects, Marvel. I mean, if we could get a dollar for every second of green screen on a Marvel movie or TV show, <laughs> I would never have to work a day in my life again. Um, and finally, it told a mostly original story. That's not Mar. We have not seen anything totally original from Marvel in years. Yeah, well, well, no. but hang on. Would you consider what? Because WandaVision was very not super Marvel-y. Has been two years. WandaVision was two years ago? Year and a half at uh, least. Almost a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Almost, yeah, almost two years, yeah. Like, time has no but meaning anymore I, post-pandemic. I would I would argue that show also became very Marvel. It, it oh, started out not, but I think, it, but it I think the last episode was pretty marvel Yeah, um, it became marvel And I would argue I don't think Moon Knight was very Marvel at all. Oh, with all the fighting, Moon Knight was incredibly oh. Marvel. I, I mean, there's a lot of fighting, but I don't feel like it was... Typical Marvel. It, I'd just argue that, but whatever. I can see that. But I, Moon Knight's definitely more Marvel than than this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, and 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 I mean, I'm even saying like it really was only that last section, ten fifteen minutes that was that felt Marvel to me. And I will again, I will agree, it separated itself from the rest of Marvel, which you know, part of being a Marvel movie is it's referencing 12 things that came before and this didn't. So, yeah, I mean, you really, there really was no need. There was nothing in this at all that referenced the bigger Marvel universe. I, I, I didn't see anything. I, mean, I don't know if any of any of you did, but. Um, I, so <clears throat> uh, Jack was wearing a tie and if now the tie, I believe was actually just like little prints or maybe like little bats. But at first glance, it looks like little Mickey Mouses. And I looked at Casey and I said, they are not going to start doing hidden Mickeys in Marvel movies. I will not stand for it. Um, no, I, don't, I don't think it was when he took it off there at the end. Or the no. Um, I thought this... It didn't feel super marvel until the end. But really, this didn't feel super marvelly to me at all. It felt I I now I will say the stunt choreography, and this partly is very front of mind because we are in the middle of Daredevil right now. Um so this this 
uh, stunt choreography is very front of mind for me because that, in my opinion, is the best stunt choreography across all of the Marvel Universe. Um, <clears throat> the stunt choreography was very Marvel to me. But other than that, it, it, in my opinion, it didn't have enough time to become super... Like, by the time it started to, like, have that Marvel-y feel, it was over. So, uh, now... Did the mont did the the Viking guy that I can't remember his name who was one of my favorite characters until he died? Viking um, or Scottish? Scottish, that guy. Sorry if that offended anyone. Um, <laughs> did he give me like Korg vibes? And did did the the t- uh, Ted Korg from um, Thor Ragnarok? Oh, not Porgs. Gotcha. Okay. No, Korg. <laughs> and did Ted the monster give me very Korg vibes? Yes. Yes. I thought I thought he was Groot. He was like Groot's dad or something. Oh yeah, very Groot. Very Groot. <laughs> uh, did Elsa give me very Jessica Jones vibes? Yeah. I mean, every time a new character came onto the screen, Casey and I would come up with like I would, he when the um dead zombie came out. Casey goes, oh, it's Professor Snape. Like it just all of them looked like. Or when the the hunter with all the white came out, I was like, it's the White Witch from Narnia. So it was just in that aspect. Like as we were getting into it, 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 it short long long answer. Sh- I mean, short answer. No, this did not feel super marvelous to me, but in a good way. It wasn't. It wasn't missing anything by not be being super in your face, Marvel. Kate, that makes us laugh because when we saw the person in white, our reaction was Johnny Weir, the vampire hunter. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that. Steve wins the night. Yeah, and like the the black guy came on, and I was like, shaft. Like it was, it was just they all had such distinct characteristics. When when she broke open the grave and that's uh-huh. where uh-huh. the keys were and she was like she's gonna have to find a way out like it also gave me very haunted mansion vibes when the the mummy guy was like I'll be rotting for you yeah, that was, like, <laughs> that was very haunted mansion yes they would say and this gave me and like even the opening credits um. Or the, the very opening dialogue when it was like, there are monsters and there are not monsters or whatever. I said to Casey, I said, I feel like this is um, the pre-show for a ride. Like, I feel like I'm watching the pre-show for a ride. Like, very Tower of Terror, Haunted Mansion pre-show is the vibe it gave me. So I wasn't sure when it first started because I was like, this could be really hokey and really dumb. But I liked it. Okay. Now, I will say one other thing that I didn't mention earlier. All the heads around the, all the monster heads that they had up and around are all famous monsters from Marvel. They are, yes, it's the, the Nosferatus, which were, you know, show up. We've got the Sasquatches, which show up in Marvel. There is a whole monster side of Marvel that's not X-Men, but there's a whole monster side of Marvel that comes in and participates in different things. This could also be setting up that. So... I like it. um, Okay. As we always do, when we watch a one-off thing, 
typically. Kate, start us around the horn on pixie dust. Pixie dust out of five cups of pixie dust. Oh, I would give this a four. Okay. Four for me. Three for me. Uh, with the caveat that I don't like a lot of horror type shows, I'll give it a two. Yay! And, and, and I thought that, you were going to go lower than that. I thought I was going to go lower than that too. But I love, I talked myself up to a two throughout the show. So, <laughs> we talked you up to it. We two. did our job. <laughs> so next week, we are going to dip into the Marvel well yet again with the She Hulk finale. Oh. We've got one more episode. I know it seems like the show's been going on forever. But one more episode comes out this Thursday and we will be in to talk all things She-Hulk finale. And then if I look at the schedule we've got coming up, that's the last Marvel thing we may have for the rest of the year. I'm a big Marvel fan, but I'm ready for a break. (laughs) Yeah. With everything that we've had coming out so far. Um this, yeah, next week, looking at it right now, next week will be the last Marvel thing we have for the remainder of the year at this point. Wow. Um, at some point, we'll have to do Black Panther, but that won't come out to January, February at the earliest. So, yeah, join us next week, and we will be talking all things She-Hulk, the season, what I'm guessing is going to be season one of several, just because that seems how Marvel's been going lately. I like these one-offs because you can they can do it, they can get it out of their system and then tell me a different story. I don't need the multiple the multiple series. So, I yeah. I do have to say of all the Marvel shows, this one feels the most set up for more seasons. For more for more episodes, for more for for more episodes beyond one season. Okay, most She-Hulk or Werewolf by Night? She-Hulk. She-Hulk, yeah. Probably, but we will definitely get all into that next week. We got to see how the season ends so far. There's a lot of stuff that needs to get wrapped up. A lot of stuff that needs to get wrapped up in this next week. So with that, everyone, we will see everyone next week. Oh, if you like, if you have any suggestions, we again, we've got two months, two, two and a half months coming up of we're going to need stuff to watch. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We would love to have your suggestions and you give us a suggestion, let us know if you want to be on the show. We can pull you in and talk about what your favorite Disney movie is. We, we always love to have more people, and who knows? Eventually, you may become a permanent part of the platoon. Uh, uh, oh, wow. That's how we trapped... I mean, how we recruited Steve. <laughs> we found him on the moon! <laughs> oh, I won't have to deal with that for two more months either. So. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening this week, and we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. 
If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.